Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. We have the amazing Alia Jamal, the love coach and pranic healer, who is dedicated to helping women connect with the unconditional love within themselves. Alia combines her 10 years experience in cytogenetics, the study of human behavior and metaphysics to help her clients align with their true self. She helps them eliminate fears, anxiety, guilt, and judgments and create a life of love and power. Aside from helping her clients live as their true authentic self, she loves trees, meditation, and reading. You can find all the links to work with Alia below this episode. And I just want you to know, as we dive in today, you are going to feel profound, unconditional love here today. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service. And this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. I'm so excited to introduce you to Alia, our love coach and pranic healer, who is going to talk to us today about all things unconditional love and self-acceptance. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So my listeners are very used to this question. So we're going to start off here. Tell me, Alia, how you became the woman sitting in front of us here today. Okay. So I'll started with a day in 2015. It was some day of summer um and i was holding on to uh some painkillers and i was ready to pop them in and just end the pain because i had been in a very deep depression after some trouble in my relationship and i, I it was just like i cannot do this anymore and a very tiny very faint voice in that moment said google therapy near me and I just took out my phone and I Googled therapy near me. I called them. I told them that I am literally standing here in that moment. And they say, can you promise us that you won't act till 24 hours and we can see you tomorrow? I said, okay, I think I can. I trust myself that much. Because my trust at that point was very low. I didn't trust myself with anything. Um, and all all that was going on. And my son was just 15 months old at that time. Um, I went for therapy. And when I went for therapy, I realized I'm so disconnected from myself 
that I don't even know what is self. Like every question that they asked and the questionnaire that they give you in the in the beginning, my fear list was so long. That was, I think, for the first time in my life, I actually sat down and wrote down my fears. I always just focused on being really good in school, doing really good in career, um, you know, getting married on the right age, because that that is very important to be um, successful. And that started that that going for therapy started a journey inward. And after many, many, many tears, I realized that this is something I need to take upon myself. It's it's literally a long process. So I, I got to a level where I was, you know, stable enough that I can go back to work, uh, put my kid in daycare, separated. And then I started doing um, my own research okay, what can I do? And coaching came across. So I was like, okay, I can't go for therapy. I'll just study behavior myself. And that just opened up a different door. Uh, The first thing that I learned, I can create my own reality. And I was like, what? Okay, what do I want to create? I was like, I really want to get back together with him. So I created that within two months. He came to me. He was like, I still want to be with you. And we got back together. But after we got back together, it was like, you know, something is missing. I was like, just keep studying. Um, Went through multiple coaching certificate, got into energy healing, started learning that. And it wasn't until 2019 when I started to realize, because the deeper I went, the the more I saw what's going on. There was no trust. I didn't trust me. I trusted him. I trusted my siblings. I'm the youngest in six of us. So everybody always took care of me but I didn't trust me. And even though I filed for a divorce case in 2019, I withdrew the case within two months because I didn't trust me. And that led me to, at at that moment, I was just asking, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Why can't I get it together? Um, Those questions led me to finding the study of heart. And once I started studying heart, I realized my heart was just closed up for a very, very long time, I claimed that I am in love with this man, but I actually wasn't. I was just looking for some safety. So once I started doing that work, I started falling in love with myself. And then um, it was September 1st, 2019. I was having a breakfast date with myself solo. And in that moment, I said, oh my God, I have fallen in love with myself. And in that moment, spirit spoke again, you're going to be the love coach and you're going to help other people connect with their heart. And that was the, that was the moment. It, like from that point on, it's been such a fast speed that I feel like my body's trying to catch up with my soul. And then in 2020, I was able to finally file for divorce, create a very happy post-divorce experience and co-parenting experience. I started studying universal laws, metaphysics, different different uh, school of thoughts for spirituality, and just kept creating beautiful, beautiful life. And one thing I realized, the more I loved me, the easier it became to love him and accept him without him changing. And that just created a ripple effect around like for everybody, uh, for the person he was with, same thing happened. We became friends. 
uh, the person he's married to now um uh, became friends with them we can travel together we travel together as a co-parenting family um and the love that i've been able to share just like you know it's it's just like shining outward it all happened by falling in love with myself and accepting myself first wow so that's how i got here <laughs> oh my goodness that is long answer no I'm so glad that you went into all the details and first of all I want to say I'm so glad you're here I'm so glad you made that call yeah. and and googled therapy it's so I mean so many of us on this path have been in a very similar position that has catalyzed our growth and yeah glad that you did that because I've seen the ripple effect that your life has had. I've I've watched you on social media. I always feel so creepy saying that. <laughs> I've watched you. I have I've seen the way people resonate with your words and just hearing your story here now you can tell that you're really embodied in this work. It's not just yeah. things you're saying. You're really embodied in it and I think that's so powerful. So, I know that as you spoke, so many people's hearts were opening up. There was one phrase in particular that I'm called to ask you about, because I know we do this as humans often. You asked yourself the question, what is wrong with me? And I'd love to know. So many of us, especially women, are constantly attacking ourselves, trying to perfect ourselves, trying to change yeah. ourselves so that we can become worthy, right? Yeah. Instead of simply loving and accepting ourselves and knowing we're worthy here and now, what would you say to the man or woman right now listening that is like, what's wrong with me? This is all my fault. Yeah. Setting aside that we all need that self-accountability, but not blaming and shaming ourselves. So I'll go to like where that question even comes from. That question comes from our ego that's trying to take control. And when we are so focused on the ego, we are not, we are not even aware of there's a soul within me. There's light within me. Um, there was a point I actually Googled how to become beautiful because I literally thought I was so ugly. And I, I went through like, a, let's paint my face phase for about three, four months. And that question was still falling. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get it together? Why can't I trust myself? So I will say to anyone who's listening, there is nothing wrong with you. But that question is coming because you are you don't even know who you are. When you don't know who you are, you're just going to say, like, there's something wrong with me. It's almost like, you know, I'm going to take an example of nature. If I put, like, let's say, you know, a duckling into a chicken coop, the duckling is going to think, like, you know, what's wrong with me? Everybody looks different. I look different. What's wrong with me? But it just doesn't know who he is or who she is. So the question needs to be, who am I? And there was a day when that question appeared in my meditation, remember who you are. I opened my eyes right away and I was like, who am I? Please tell me. When I took that question to my mentor, he said, congratulations, you're there. It took me two years to get the answer. No one can give you the answer. You need to just keep going back to that question in your meditation. Well, sitting here today, I know exactly who I am. And I know there are so many parts of me I'll be discovering for the rest of my life. But no matter how twisted, chaotic the situation looks, there's nothing wrong with us. We just need to discover who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And 
it's it's really easy to say those words, right? And it's really yeah. hard to say, who am I? Like you, I love your chicken coop example, but the whole world is telling us who we are, who we are and yeah. how we should be. So where do you start? Where do you start on this journey of self-discovery? I know you said meditation, um, but there's gotta be so much more than that, right? Yeah, I mean, I am a, a proponent of always having a mentor. Yeah. I need someone who have found that answer. Because if I go to, because, you know, I, as I told you, I have a big family. I can call all my siblings. I can call my parents. They have a lot of life examples. Uh, I mean, life experience. They have never pondered on that question or from the way they live. I don't, don't think so. They are, they are pondering on that question, maybe pondering on a different question. So when, I, when I'm asking a person, can you help me find this answer? And that person doesn't even know what that question is. I think that is what we need to normalize, having a mentor, asking someone who might have discovered those answers. Like when we need education, we go to school, we are very, like, you know, it's it's very okay to pay thousands and thousands to get a degree. How about I work with someone to figure out what's going on inside of me? And, you know, it will start, it might start with counseling, therapy, working with a spiritual uh, mentor, working with a coach, whoever. I think once we put that intention out, we we bring that person in. It could be just a book. It could be just a video that will open that door. But putting out that intention, I want to know who I am. Yeah. And then the universe does the magic, brings the person <laughs> or the resource and put it right in front of you. That That's exactly what happened in 2019, Wherever I went for networking, I said, I want to learn universal laws. And everybody said, oh, you mean law of attraction? I said, no, law of attraction is not all the universal laws. There's some laws this universe runs upon, and I want to learn them all. I had no idea where that question was coming from. But in August of 2020, I found my mentor. And it was like one of my current mentor gave me his book. I ordered the book the same day. I read it in that week. And I was like, you're you're my next mentor. Stayed with him for three years. Um, and that's all he taught, universal laws and how to create your own reality, how to even understand who we are in this amazing big universe, who we are, what is like, you know, one of the things he, he taught me is universe would be incomplete without me. Mm. I am that important. Like that really brought my self-worth to a very high level. (laughs) But if we don't understand that, then it's just another sentence. I think the understanding piece happens um, reaching out to someone who maybe has that understanding. Yeah, I love, I love the idea of, and it's, it goes with the premise of the whole world is your mirror. And when you see those mentors, I, I have a lot of clients who feel um, either resistance or like jealousy, envy when they think about working with me. And I say, that's because you know that you're capable of doing everything I'm doing in your own way. When they see people shining, right. When we see other people and we're called to them, or we're even like perturbed by them. It's because there's something in us that knows we can rise to that level. 
And I think it's so, so beautiful the way you're talking about investing in yourself through mentorship and coaching the same way we do in education. I think that's how we're creating the new earth is really saying it doesn't have to be these old systems where all yeah. of these outside forces tell us who we are. We get to find the people, the places, the things that are going to guide us into our highest self so we can shine uniquely. You're not trying to be just like your mentor. You're using yeah. all the wisdom that he provides for you to become more and more yourself. And I think that's so powerful. Yeah. What would you say? I, I just want to highlight that part. Um, when we feel, you know, maybe triggered by the person we're supposed to work with. 10, 10 days ago, I met with someone and it was just like, that's the next person you're supposed to work with, right? My whole body was just doing something so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I started feeling dizzy, this and that. And I was like, oh, wow, that's how, how body resists. And then it, then it went to all kinds of excuses I was so triggered that my my mind is coming with all kind of explanation because I know how it works. I became an observer and I was like, those are all the proofs. Definitely. This is my next mentor. Yeah. So I just wanted to share a very recent personal experience that I had. I, I, I think it's so powerful that you, the word you said, I stepped back and I was able to observe it. You didn't let your emotions and your body, because as powerful as our emotions and body are, when we're pushed to that next expansive layer, our body's thinking, you're not safe. Get the hell out of here. What are you doing here? And so yeah. I love, I think that's so important for everybody listening here today is to say, I'm stepping back. I am not my body. I'm not my emotions. I'm not anything that I can observe. I'm simply going to observe this and see what the next right step is. So yeah. powerful. So let's, let me ask you this question on your path to self-discovery of figuring out what you were, obviously you didn't love everything about yourself. Otherwise you wouldn't have become the love coach, right? I, I know that we're often the things that are hardest for us to overcome are the things we end up teaching the world. Right. And yeah. so when you're sitting there in maybe the shame in the blame in all of it, what's one baby step that our listeners can start taking today to embody that self-love the way you did? Um, I would say start questioning. Like, you know, if I'm feeling ashamed, like, is that true? Mm -hmm. Whatever my thought is, just start questioning it. Because sometimes, you know, for example, the thought said you're not beautiful. At that time, I didn't know I can actually question it. I don't have to listen to it. Because our, th our mind is thinking, I think, maybe like 50,000 thoughts per minute or per second. Like, it's, it's a crazy big number. And they are coming from the collective consciousness. They are not sometimes my thoughts. It, it's almost like, you know, a train is passing by and I'm just looking at it. I think recognizing that not everything that we are thinking or that's passing through our mind is necessarily true. One of my favorite questions is, uh, which again, my mentor taught me, is always ask, is this true? Whether I have an opinion about somebody, whether like, you know, I think, oh, this person is just a phony. Ask yourself, is that true? And when we just sit with it, we can get to the part, okay, it's not really true. I don't have to believe it. Okay, if it's not, then what else is true? And sometimes we will meet with just emptiness. 
practice with silence, but sometimes we will meet with uh, an answer that comes from our higher self, from our soul. And I think just start questioning your own self that way is a very beautiful beginning. And it's a practice to take on with us for the rest of our life because our mind is always it's always going to try to like, you know, be overactive or maybe we didn't get enough sleep or maybe we are tired and it's going all over the place and we start believing it. I love that question. Everything that comes up from that place of just simply discerning whether or not it's true for you or not. Now that leads me to this question because based on my own experience of learning to trust myself, I think too, especially for women, when you've seen so much and been programmed with so much, when you first start to go on that journey, the ego really, really messes with your mind. And so when you filed for a divorce in 2019, you said the words, I I took it back two months later because I didn't fully trust myself. And I think it's really hard on this self-love journey to be able to embody the self-love and cultivate discernment to be able to say, this is my trauma speaking and not trusting my decision. And this is my embodied love speaking and not, and trusting my decision. I know so many people get so confused, not knowing what their intuition is versus that trauma response of fear and doubt. How would you say someone listening to this can start to discern what's coming from that embodied love versus those old wounds of fear and not feeling good enough? I would say that it requires uh, slowing down. If I can slow myself down, if I can slow down my brain, slow down my breathing, just just be still, my trauma is not going to be leading in that moment. But but then the struggle would be to slow down. Like during those two month period, I went for I went for a hike a lot. Like one time I was so I'm in North Jersey. It was like the mountain was snowed all over and ice, and I was like climbing on it because I was like I I need answers I need to slow down Uh, but that that skill wasn't fully there yet but whenever I slow down I know that this is my knowing this is my intuition and then you know whatever else is is my trauma that my need to be safe but the challenge is when when the ego is so active, we don't make room for slowing down. We keep attracting busyness in our life. We are so busy. We get even more busy. So I think um, uh, just committing to spend five minutes with ourselves, maybe every morning, every night where we can fully slow down, whatever it takes. It takes maybe music. It takes maybe some kind of rhythm or movement. But slowing down does connect us. I love that. So today you've mentioned sitting in meditation, becoming the observer, really slowing down to feel what your truth is, asking, is this true as thoughts and feelings arise? And it really just sounds like cultivating a life where you're living from your heart and that love versus the fear and the pain and and the conditionality of it all. So 
before we go into, I want to, I want you to share with our listeners how they can work with you. But before we go into that, I'd love to know, is there anything you want to say to the man or woman listening to this um, and having, you know, all those feelings that come up as you're open to all this information, anything you want to share? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say that every answer that you're looking for is within you. The whole universe is within you. But you have to learn and keep learning how to connect with that inner world. And if you can connect with that inner world, you're you're never going to be um, in that place of deep darkness again, because you will know how to come out of it. And I have seen darkness, like really, really dark, where you just can't see anything. Um, and that comes from a disconnect with our inner world. That's powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of your words and energy and wisdom here today. How can people, uh, aside from all the links they have um, below, wherever they're watching this episode, uh, how can people work with you more closely? Um, so I do one-on-one work and they can just go to my website and book a call to see if we are a good match. Uh, because one thing that I do do um, I do work with people who are already a little bit open uh, so we can go really deep. So we need to have that conversation if we are if we are at that match level. And I would just love to be their guide to get into their heart and connect with their soul and get to know who they really are. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And to anyone listening, like I said before, all of the links to be able to work with this powerful, <laughs> beautiful soul thank you. are below this episode. So thank you so much for listening. As always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical. <laughs>